Welcome to another podcast from Butler Live, direct from Butler Automotive Group in Southern Oregon. This is Craig Fronick, and can't wait to spend some more time with you talking about cars, trucks, and SUVs. We've got Aaron Nielsen in with uh, Butler, the uh, Creative Services Department, and if you haven't checked out our prior episodes based off of the Bronco and what's coming. We talked about so many wonderful things. The off-rodeo drive event from Horseshoe Bay, Texas. Joel was there. He also talked about the production delays and why that happened, what's to think about. And well, living in these times, uh, Ford has been doing an outstanding job given the parts and pieces and uh, supply chain breakup that they've had. But uh, let's get to uh, what's going on today. We're going to be talking about the Bronco demo, the latest and greatest updates, news you can use. This is all geared toward our Bronco order holders and our reservationists who have who have uh, decided to put their order in and their reservation at Butler Ford, butlerford.com, and you can get right to the website and still, believe it or not, put in a reservation once you build your Ford account, pay $100, and off you go. And Aaron, thanks so much for being in. Thank you for having me, Craig, in and, and talking about reservationists and online or order holders, present company included. That's right. You are one. Uh, the Bronco demonstration vehicle, uh, and I've got a great another piece of information that you're not going to want to miss a uh, surprise announcement a little later on but we're talking about our first butler demonstrator vehicle it is a cyber orange metallic uh, badlands four-door uh, with it comes with advanced four-wheel drive it is not the sasquatch package it does have the 2.3 liter ecoboost engine and the a black soft top. And, you know, Aaron, for a reservationist, this is exactly the struggle you've had. I mean, the struggle is real. We've had customers confirm their order. They've they've changed it a few times. They've gone through and looked. They've picked out uh, what options they want, whether they want towing, the interior colors, the exterior colors, whether they do, in fact, want the Sasquatch or the larger engine, the 2.7 EcoBoost. And these are well-thought-out, strategized orders that these customers have put in. But here they are spending, uh, you know, it starts just under, you know, $30,000, uh, $29,995, and goes quickly to 30, 40, and 50, and some of the first edition pushes $60,000. Here they are agreeing to buy this vehicle. They've never seen one in person. They've never touched it. They've never sat in the driver's seat. They've never heard it start up. They've seen some of the technology. Is that kind of blowing your mind that you're buying something sight unseen? Yes, it's really just kind of the videos, the photos online. Joel Nickerson, the Butler Ford sales manager, who talked about his experience at the off-rodeo in Horseshoe Bay, Texas, which now has me thinking, maybe I'm not loaded enough in what I, because originally I had built a black diamond with a mid package. So it's the third level up in the available packages. So you got base, big band, and then black diamond. I am now considering between four different, I'm, I'm kind of not back to square one, but I really am going, Maybe there is something more I need in these. And it is the confidence I have in 
Joel and other people, you with your communication with Ford, and then videos that I've seen as well and going, okay, I don't have to necessarily see this. I want to, and I will. So until I put, until I'm in the demo we're getting with that Badlands, because Badlands is an option for me still, once I get in it and then see what this thing is really capable of myself firsthand, then I'll know for sure what I want, what I'm willing to compromise on, what I'm not willing to compromise on. I'm just, as everyone else is so excited for this demo to come, I can barely wait for it. We talk about it every time. Yeah. But you have an update on that because it's kind of stuck. Right well, now. yes, and for all of the Bronco order holders that have currently put their orders in at Butler Ford here in Ashland, I have an update for you. I talked with them, and we had, first off, our demonstration vehicle was made and produced May 12th. Okay, May 12th. I watched it. It had a VIN number. It was produced. It came out of the plant, and then it was TBD, to be determined. And it literally sat until June 23rd at the Michigan Assembly Plant in Wayne, Michigan. And I had told our, our order holders and our reservationists, hey, I'm expecting mid-June to late-June arrival. Because I knew of the production date of May 12th. And so I figured a month to a month and a half, we'd have this by end of June. And we would be launching, we'd have some kind of Bronco party where all of our reservations and, and order holders could come in, get first crack at driving, sitting in it, touching it, taking pictures, opening the hood, looking at, you know, underneath all of the things you want to do, right? Now, it's, for all intents and purposes, a month late. Now it's going to be late July, if there isn't any more delays, but I was ultimately shocked. I told all of our order holders that I talked to them, I said, I can't predict anything with the supply chain issues that Ford has had. It's manufacturing. These are the times we live in. And I couldn't give them any good information until it got onto the rail system and it's, it's being shipped by flat car across and it got into a junction point in Chicago, and it sat. I couldn't even believe it. From the 29th of June until yesterday, and it now has made it through Chicago. It's still in Illinois, and it's got to get across. And I don't, I don't foresee any other holdups, but it's got to get to the rail yard in Vancouver, Washington, and then it'll come down via truck transport and... Of course, Butler's got to inspect it. They've got to do a pre-production. You know, a, a uh, the shop's got to check it out, make sure all the systems are working, and then get it out of transport mode, get it cleaned and fueled, and then ready. And that takes us a good solid day, maybe even the beginning of the second day, to make sure it's detailed and looking great and everything else. We'll just have to update when it arrives so that our Bronco hold order holders and reservationists know a day to come in because that's the next thing is hey get here get here now you know we'll give you a 24 to 48 hour notice on this and then our social media platform is going to blow up so watch out but that's that's the latest and greatest update for all of our order holders some of them are in southern california some of them are in northern uh, you know oregon uh, they're all over and they've chosen us and we're humbled uh by that and another another piece that I have that I've if you've watched the forums based off of pricing and based off of uh, market adjustment 
right now with vehicles. Here's a surprise announcement. We are not changing our pricing. We agreed to MSRP from the very beginning. Uh, order holders and buyers were calling saying, hey, dealers are saying they're going to be selling an invoice or saying above or doing whatever. What are you doing? And we felt this is a year ago, the principals at Butler Ford said, no, we value customers' business. There isn't a lot of money, you know, really, when you look at an entry-level vehicle like this, but difference between invoice and MSRP, we are going to sell at MSRP, no added fees, you know, aside from, of course, docs and registration and titling and that kind of thing. The but regular stuff. Exactly. We're going to stay at MSRP. And I have just seen in the last couple of days the market adjustment and the add-ons uh, and everybody's kind of mouth is hanging open, eyeballs budging, you know, bulging out a little bit. And Butler Ford is not partaking in that. We are still uh, so appreciative of the business and we value our customers' loyalty and so MSRP is fine for us. No market adjustment. Oh, if, if there's a stock vehicle that comes in that doesn't have anybody's name on it, would the temptation be to add a market adjustment? Uh, yes, probably. And that I'm not going to speak to because that's not, that would be uh, Joel Nickerson, you know, sales manager, and that would be his call. Uh, but we've, we're not going to be changing what we've already arrangement given to our our current customers. Exactly. So, Something previously already agreed to. Absolutely. We're just, it's that. just not worth it. It's not worth it. We've got 45 years of being in business in Southern Oregon and our word is our bond. You know, we're not perfect. We do make mistakes. We always try to make it right. Uh, but for our current customers and our reservation is that was our commitment and we're not going to deviate from that. This, One reason for this podcast too, is to keep everyone updated. This is at least a weekly basis but we have other stuff going on and we want to make sure, as you mentioned too, we want to do you right and make sure that we're keeping you up to date exactly with you being in communication with Ford, what's happening with it, when it's happening, when things are going to be here and we're in touch with you guys and what you guys are looking for. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's just so much fun. We can't wait to drive it. Can't wait to see it and do all of that. And we'll have test drives. So this is going to be fantastic. Uh, You know, currently right now we're, we've been utilizing the borrowed car agreement and uh, this is, we had this prior to COVID. We've now got it with the COVID piece. And if we do the borrowed car agreement, we'll need copies of driver's license front and back and current insurance card front and back. We enter that in the computer. It's a one-page sheet. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Sign it, check the mileage in and out, the time, and off you go. And everybody's going to have to be uh, patient as we get through it with one demo vehicle and everybody wanting to drive it but you know you go 15 minutes whatever come back drive it again but let somebody else get in there and drive it it's going to be great this this cyber orange metallic is unbelievable and i'm not an orange kind of person i'm not a flashy that type of thing because that's a lot you know every day i think wow uh do i want to have but but i have seen a few pictures and a few videos of this cyber orange metallic and Ford has knocked it out of the park with this. It's it's really sharp. 
It's not your white and your silver, which that's fine. Those colors are nice, and they can look slick. But this cyber orange, I've went back and forth twice on it already going, that's really cool. But then I'm looking at it, and I see something else. I'm thinking, maybe it's going to look like a school bus. I don't know if I want no. that. But then I saw it again, and I've seen more videos, and I am back on that bus. Pardon the pun. Yeah, there but, you go. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a really cool color. Well, this Badlands four-door that we've got coming in as the demonstrator vehicle, it has the cloth, the black cloth soft top. And because it's uh, a Badlands, it's got the carbonized gray grill. The Wild Track, the Wild Track has the gloss black grill along with the outer banks. Uh, uh, so when you have the gloss black grill, the gloss black wheels, and the black cloth top. That is a sharp combination. Like a bumblebee. <laughs> I love bees. Oh, yeah, but this uh, this Badlands is very capable. It has the 2.3-liter EcoBoost engine and a 10-speed automatic transmission, so it's going to be fantastic there. And it's got the connected built-in navigation. That's one of the things with the mid-package. In fact, let's talk about that mid-package. It's It's got the heated seats. Uh, it's got the sync four. They're all going to come with that. But the difference is going to be where the mid package has a lot to offer, but the high package is where it goes to the twelve inch screen across the board. That's where that twelve inch screen goes. And you can see the twelve inch screen in the new twenty twenty one F one fifty, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But the but the eight inch screen is still great oh i was just gonna say don't uh absolutely you can see that definition's great the navigation's there you can it's touch screen so in and out whatever you want the mid package uh i don't want to geek out on all the gear but dual zone electronic you know you've got the heated seats in the mid package the reverse sensing uh the sync for enhanced voice recognition the blind spot is standard uh, which is trailering and cross-traffic alert, the lane-keeping system, and the auto high beam. People go, wow, it's got auto high beam, and that actually changes back and forth. And I have I have uh, auto high beam on my Ford Ranger, and it works seamlessly. You know, if I get out into a dark patch, immediately high beam. If I have a vehicle approaching, back down. I don't have anything to wow. even deal with to, to worry about that. Sometimes if I get into an area where they really want my high beam on, like I might, there might be deer or animals, I'll, I'll click it. I'll just push it, and there, there you go. But click it back, and it goes back to auto, you know, auto station for that. And these are some of these things. If you go through, and we've mentioned it in the previous podcast, you can kind of really geek out, but at the same time get into a place where you're not so comfortable because there are so many different packages, so many different options. So it's nice to have those options, but these are where you might compromise on some things where you're looking at it going, all right, I can deal with not having that. I really have this. You're going to have a must have and not necessary. You're going to make those lists. When you get into the demo, you're going to realize some of those things immediately. Like, yeah, I like this eight inches. Totally fine. I'm good with the eight inch screen. I don't necessarily need a 12. So then you start looking through the packages and what's offered. And is that price point going to work for your budget? Do you really have to have that? So getting in it and seeing it, because there's so many different options. It's fantastic, but man, it can be confusing sometimes. And really well, just what should I do? Well, and here's a perfect example. I was giving high consideration because I was thinking, okay, power seats, Definitely want that. The only way you get power seats is with the leather option. Here's the rub, though. Leather seats, power seats on both sides, they now add carpeting. 
Oh, okay. So now all of a sudden, the washout floor option goes away. If you're going to be out in the mud and the dirt and wet and everything else, your carpeting is going to take a beating. And I'm thinking to myself, do I really have to have power seating and then have the carpeting be suspect, be, a, be an issue? I'm going to have all-weather mats. Okay. There we go. That's so you get all-weather mats, you can probably uh, make do. True. Uh, second row, it comes, it's got a great all-weather mat system, and the all-weather mats are fantastic. They're really cool. Uh, then the cargo mat in the back, all right. Uh, but if I've got a dog that's going to go in the back, that's the last thing I need is carpeting. And the Broncos got the rubberized rear on the seating, you know, so that's, I'm going, okay, that's, and they don't talk about that much. You don't see it unless you get into the minutiae. Oh, leather seating and power seating, it includes carpeting. So they're completely tailored to what your life is like, and that's what's fantastic. That's the great thing about it, having options. Exactly. And then you've got the marine grain vinyl. In fact, the marine grade vinyl is in two of the vehicles. The uh, Black Diamond comes standard. My current reservation. Comes standard with the marine grade vinyl seating. And that Black Diamond is good. And then, of course, the Badlands does as well. Another question, uh, Aaron, is customers are always calling and they're saying, Craig, in their mind, they're going, okay, when can I have my Bronco? All of this yes. is great. When can I have it? When do you think I'll get it? And then they think their second question is, where am I in the list? The ever fabled list of Bronco vehicles. And what I would say to that is, and this is what I've been telling customers, Ford committed to their time date stamp of first come, first serve, first in, first out. And that is their intention. However, with the production situation that they've had, they've now had to say, we're sorry, as much as we want to adhere to that, we've got to hop around because we have to make X number of Broncos a day. And we got to keep this moving. Exactly. And in a, in an email that came out from Ford in the last uh, week and a half, they said, we're, we're seeing the reservations that we've got and the orders that we've got, the customer orders that we've got, we're not going to be able to be exclusive building just customer orders. We're now going to have to supplement with dealer stock Broncos that we can build with the, with the components that we've got. Uh, and this gets real dicey and almost customers are, hey, wait a minute, you're not building Broncos for regular general consumers before you build mine. And it's only from the standpoint of if they have to make X number of Broncos per day and to keep the lights on and pay their employees and keep a full staff. And let's just take a, a hundred, a hundred, it's easy, hundred Broncos a day and yet they only can build 85 custom orders, then they're going to supplement with 15 other dealer stock Broncos. Maybe they might be two-door base models or four-door base models or the smaller engine or something that, you know, they, they've got a lot of. Well, if that customer order split is 50%, then all of a sudden they're building... 50 of those 100 Broncos for customer orders and the other 50 are now dealer stock. And you can see the rub here. Customers have been waiting a year and they pump out a random Bronco and it shows up at a dealer somewhere. 
all, it's going to break loose, you know, because you've got, wait a minute, uh, where's mine? And, and unfortunately, it's the times we live in. They've, they've got to pay, make, you know, they've got to make the payments. They've got to pay the bills. They've got to produce as many Broncos as they can. Do they want to do this? No. Are they, are they facing desperate times? Yes. And I have an analogy I want to share in a little bit, but I do want to point out because you have the actual Bronco order holder list for us for Butler in front of you. And you're seeing that issue as you look up and down that list. Exactly. And I told customers, I visualized the production line at the Michigan assembly plant. And I said, you know what? They'll probably, they'll run mainstream Broncos down the center. They'll run the high trim vehicles off to one side. They might have a line where there's a two-door or, or a four-door. I mean, I don't know. What I know about production and assembly lines will fit into a thimble. I'm, okay, I'm making this stuff up. And I was thinking to myself, they can't stop the presses. They have to keep going. And exactly what I thought happened would happen, happened. And that is, they took our list, and because most all of the Broncos are high-level trim, high-level accessory and add-ons with all the items that they talked about being hard to get. Towing, brush guard, large engine, leather, Lux package, all those items. Most of our Bronco vehicles are like that. There are a few. So what did they do? Pick through our list, and they grabbed some that were not first, were not third, or 10th, or 20th. They grabbed, and right now... They're going out of order from that time. Exactly, exactly. And we've got about seven Bronco vehicles that have been picked for production, and they've moved the production dates. They were uh, uh, in July. There was some late June, and they've had to make them to late July. And I think our first Bronco is going to be built on the 22nd of July, and then they've got uh, production dates of of, uh, August 5th, August 11th, there's a couple on the 11th. There's on the 19th, on the 27th, and and that takes it. You know. Now there's also also in our list of Bronco vehicles that are being made. Many of the customers wanted the black painted modular top, and right. that's what they wanted, and they don't want to switch. And I understand the color combination with the exterior color and the black painted top. It's very nice. It has the. Uh, flat glass panels on the side that clip out that are very cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. and then the hatch, the hatch on the top, rather than being kind of a T-top, they've got more of a hatch that pulls out that is there, and they want the black painted top. Well, they've just bumped the black painted top to late in, it's going to be a 2023 manufacturer year, but it will probably be delivered late in 2022. And I've talked to these customers, and they say, Craig, it's okay. It's okay. We, we're not going to get it, but we're going to get it soon, and we want that. We've got quite a few of those black painted tops or customers that have ordered other items that aren't available until 2022. So therein lies the kind of short dichotomy of what's going quite on. the with, conundrum. Oh, yeah. And, I, and listen, talking about the soft top versus the hard top, this is what in a uh, previous podcast talking to Joel Nickerson about – he just really 
put that bl- that soft top up on a pedestal because he said how great it actually was until you see it in person. So that's where that thing where I'm looking at it going, maybe I shouldn't knock it myself until I see it. And we our demo will have that soft top. So I'll get to see it firsthand. Anyone here, Southern Oregon, Northern California, will be able to see it as well. So wait till you see it. Maybe that's something you can compromise on and you might be able to get your Broncos sooner. My analogy I want to get to just real quick is, is when I'm thinking about this, it's like you're at a... Pan Express, Subway, Jersey Mike's, Chipotle, whatever, that where you have a line of customers, you come up to the glass and you order items that have been either prepared previously, either chopped, diced, cooked, whatever it might be, and you have the certain menu that you're looking at. You have, okay, some bell pepper at Chipotle, it's the fajita veggies. My examples I mentioned to you before. Right. So you yourself, it's just put your shoe, put yourself in these shoes. You're ordering a Bronco, and you're looking at the different menu, quote-unquote menu options. You go, okay, well, I want, I'm at Chipotle. I want my fajita veggies. So when I was there last time, there were only a few left. It wasn't the normal amount, but I really, if I wanted more, I would have had to have wait for the ones, waited for the ones that they were cooking at that time. So the cook was working on it. So I say, okay, and the person said to me, the employee said, you really want your fajita veggies. I'm like, I do. Well, you're going to have to wait till they're finished cooking. So it might have been 10 minutes. So Ford is looking at this for this analogy. If I really want my fajita veggies, or I really want my molded in color hardtop, you're going to have to wait for it. But it doesn't mean that because maybe people behind me waiting in line don't necessarily care about that. They don't want their fajita veggies as much. They'll leave it off. They'll go ahead and use something else or just leave it off. They're willing to compromise Chipotle is not going to, and Ford are not going to just sit there and go, well, this guy's waiting for the heat veggies, so all of your orders have to wait as well until he's done. So everybody has to wait 10 minutes for the fajita veggies to be done before they work on mine. They're going to go ahead and say who doesn't need it or want it, and they're going to continue. They put my bowl, my salad to the side, wait for the fajita veggies, and then they continue with everyone else's burritos or whatever else they're getting, the ingredients that are available, and continue it moving. Because no one would want to wait. Like now they're they're upset with me going, why does this guy want fajita veggies? They're upset with Chipotle because they're waiting to yeah, that's well, the thing. My and analogy. what they had was there was a rush. They prepared what they thought would be enough, and yet they had a rush on you know fajita veggies. More people well, wanted it than exactly. We thought. And Ford, the same exact thing, they had a rush on these molded in color tops and the black painted top, and they don't have enough product to supply that is as best as their estimates were. We blew the doors off of all of that. And so that's why it is. And it's unfortunate, but it just is a fact of life. And, you know, I think folks get it. The, the trick is to know that Ford is incredibly committed and wants this to be an outstanding product and joel talked about in our last episode of the drive event at horseshoe bay texas he was blown away by the capabilities of of that of that vehicle i had a surprise announcement are we ready are we well, ready for it yeah no i had a surprise announcement i wanted to it get was a to. surprise for me today everybody so listen out there yeah you're only minutes after i heard it myself <laughs> so our first demonstrator vehicle this cyber orange metallic was built May 12th. And one of the things that Ford did, and if it's an, if it's an FTCP, uh, Ford Transportation Customer Program, and there's now another uh, F, FTCP, and that is our second demonstrator vehicle. Wow. It's coming. Uh, it will be built 
August 24th, and we will see it afterwards, of course. Have to go through the rail and all of that. So there's a, it's a ways out. The exciting part about it is it's a full-size Bronco, four-door in Area 51. That incredible uh, blue-gray uh, that looks so good, and it is a uh, big bend. So it's it's along the base side of things. It's the second one in line. Just exactly, above the up, base. up from the base and with the big bend. It does not have the Sasquatch package. I, I'd like to get up close and personal with the Sasquatch package, but it does have the 2.3 uh, EcoBoost engine, the 10-speed automatic, and the, the soft top on it. You know, it's part of the, what they're building, and they've offered it to us, but it's going to be it's going to be great. We're going to have two demo, you know, demo models, and they do have to stay with us. So it's a four month or four thousand miles uh, type uh, thing on that. But that'll be very exciting to have both those vehicles on site, uh, both the Cyber Orange Metallic and then the Area Fifty One. And the Area Fifty One, when we first saw it, was like wow. But what really gets you is the Ford designers and all the Ford Bronco project engineers. They're looking at that Area 51 like, ooh, that's a good one. And, they, and they, they're they gravitating. So you, it tells you it looks really good on the full-size Bronco. It is a beautiful color. Both of these, Area 51 and Cyber Orange, both of the demos, those are beautiful colors. And what I love about hearing about this second demo is the Big Ben being second up, just one level up from the base, is you still have the Black Diamond and the Outer Banks between our other demo, the first one, the Badlands. So you're going to get something to see in both different, where you're kind of near that base and kind of here, but you're also going to get to see something experience that's closer to that more extreme off-roading experience that's closer to the top near that wild track and the top where you can get fully loaded. So it's great for the customers and anyone coming in to see. You're going to really get to see kind of best of both worlds in a sense. And price point on this, MSRP on this vehicle is 38970 now, who knows what's going to happen because we've got some accessories that we're going to put on these vehicles. Who knows what's going to happen, how many miles down the road. Who knows what market adjustment's going to be on that. But it gives you an illustration of here's a very capable off-road vehicle, four-door, top comes off, doors come off, you've got the 2.3 EcoBoost, and 38,970 MSRP. It might just be perfect. Or somebody out there, and <laughs> it is. I mean, we got we got Big Bend orders in there, right? We have some people ordering the Big Bend already. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, people want it now. They're going to see it now. The more people will want to see it too, just because it's near the base, and the base is not base is a great Bronco. It's very capable. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's just be. there's other things that maybe you want more on top of that, which is the Badlands is going to give you that option. But psh, Big Bend's a great one. And I had a lot of folks, a lot of folks. Requesting the Lux package. The Lux package builds on top of the mid and the high, and that's where you go into the B&O sound system, you know, the evasive steering assist, uh, the heated steering wheel, uh, you know, the smart charging ports, the universal garage door opener, all those things that, that folks are really getting used to. They really want them. Give you more full experience. Well, I wanted to get on and get this out to folks, especially our Bronco order holders and our reservationists. We've tried so hard to stay in touch with all of our customers about timing on this demo, timing on their orders, uh, news you can use, the reliable information coming from Ford, going to us. We get to our customers about production delays and 
and also when their vehicle is going to get uh, you know, produced. They are getting email. Okay, if once your order is put in and you have that through the Ford account, when it goes into production, they are sending customers attention. Your order is set for production. So they are getting email traffic, but I also want to step out and reach out to folks and let them know, hey, we've got a notice. Your vehicle just got pulled. It's going to be built and get those dates. And I know they're the the end of the year is coming very fast, even though we're halfway through. You know, we're just July. in July. Oh yeah, uh, this the demo and everything else. Very exciting. So look toward the end of July for the arrival of the demonstrator vehicle, uh, barring any further delay. And we'll go from there and keep you posted as best we possibly can. You can find us. Uh, Butler Live at butlerman.com is our email. You can call Butler Ford in Ashland, the 541-482-2521, and uh, you can go online, whatever you need to do, stay in touch with us. And Aaron, thanks so much for being with me this morning. Thank you for having me, and it's just the more we talk about it, and now that we're in July and we're only days, probably weeks, not very far away from that first demo coming and people's orders finally arriving, the myth is going to disappear, and it will become tangible and real right in front of us. Fantastic. No, it's going to be it, – it, it really is going to be something uh, just everyone can't wait. But stay tuned. Find us. Follow us. Do whatever you need to do. Stay in touch with us as best you can, and we will as well. Thanks. I appreciate it. Aaron, good, good to have you. We got a and, lot more coming as oh, well. A lot gosh. more coming. Live, coming from the studios – Butler Automotive Group, we'll see you next week.